Section 17 of A Treatise on Good Works. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Philip Nottis. A Treatise on Good Works by Martin Luther. Translated by Johann Michael Roy. The Third Commandment. Subsections 7 through 9. 7. Again, if no other work were commanded, would not prayer alone suffice to exercise the whole life of man in faith? For this work, the spiritual estate has been specially established, as indeed in olden times some fathers prayed day and night. Nay, there is no Christian who does not have time to pray without ceasing. But I mean the spiritual praying, that is, no one is so heartily burdened with his labor that if he will, he can, while working, speak with God in his heart, lay before him his need and that of other men, ask for help, make petition, and in all this exercise and strengthen his faith. This is what the Lord means. Luke 18, when he says, Men ought always to pray and never cease. Although in Matthew 6, he forbids the use of much speaking and long prayers, because of which he rebukes the hypocrites, not because of the lengthy prayer of the lips is evil, but because it is not that true prayer which can be made at all times, and without the inner prayer of faith is nothing. For we must also practice the outward prayer in its proper sense, especially in Mass, as this commandment requires, and wherever it is helpful to the inner prayer and faith, whether in the house or in the field, in this work or in that, of which we have no time now to speak more. For this belongs to the Lord's Prayer, in which all petitions and spoken prayer are summed up in brief words. 8. Where now are they who desire to know and to do good works? Let them undertake prayer alone, and rightly exercise themselves in faith, and they will find that it is true, as the Holy Fathers have said, that there is no work like prayer. Mumbling with the mouth is easy, or at least considered easy, but with earnestness of heart to follow the words in deep devotion, that is, with desire and faith, so that one earnestly desires what the words say, and not doubt that it will be heard. That is a great deed in God's eyes. Here the evil spirit hinders men with all his powers. Oh, how often will he here prevent the desire to pray, not allow us to find time and place, nay, often also raise doubts, whether a man is worthy to ask anything of such a majesty as God is, and so confuse us that a man himself does not know whether it is really true that he prays or not, whether it is possible that his prayer is acceptable, and other such strange thoughts. For the evil spirit knows well how powerful one man's truly believing prayer is, and how it hurts him, and how it benefits all men. Therefore, he does not willingly let it happen. When so tempted, a man must indeed be wise, and not doubt that he and his prayer are indeed unworthy before such infinite majesty, in no wise dare he trust his worthiness, or because of his unworthiness grow faint but he must heed god's command and cast this up to him and hold it before the devil and say because of my worthiness i do nothing 
because of my unworthiness i cease from nothing i pray and work only because god of his pure mercy has promised to hear and to be gracious to all unworthy men and not only promised it but he also most sternly on pain of his everlasting displeasure and wrath commanded us to pray to trust and to receive if it has not been too much for that high majesty so solemnly and highly to obligate his unworthy worms to pray to trust and receive from him how shall it be too much for me to take such command upon myself with all joy however worthy or unworthy i may be thus we must drive out the devil's suggestion with god's command thus will he cease in no other way whatever nine but what are the things which we must bring before Almighty God in prayer and lamentation to exercise faith thereby? Answer. First, every man's own besetting need and trouble of which David says in Psalm 32, Thou art my refuge in all trouble which compasseth me about. Thou art my comfort to preserve me from all evil which surrounds me. Likewise, in Psalm 142, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him, I showed before him my trouble. In the Mass a Christian shall keep in mind the shortcomings or excesses he feels, and pour out all these freely before God with weeping and groaning, as woefully as he can, as to his faithful Father, who is ready to help him. And if you do not know or recognize your need, or have no trouble, then you shall know that you are in the worst possible plight. For this is the greatest trouble, that you find yourself so hardened, hard-hearted, and insensible that no trouble moves you. There's no better mirror in which you see your need than simply the Ten Commandments, in which you will find that you lack and what you should seek. If, therefore, you find in yourself a weak faith, small hope and little love toward god and that you do not praise and honor god but love your own honor and fame think much of the favor of men do not gladly hear mass and sermon are indolent in prayer in which things everyone has faults then you shall think more of these faults than of any bodily harm to goods honor and life and believe that they are worse than death and all mortal sickness these you shall earnestly lay before God, lament and ask for help, and with all confidence expect help, and believe that you are heard and shall obtain help and mercy. Then go forward into the second table of the commandments and see how disobedient you've been, and still are toward father and mother and all in authority, how you sin against your neighbor with anger, hatred and evil words, how you're tempted to unchastity covetousness and injustice in word and deed against your neighbor and you will doubtless find that you are full of all need and misery and have reason enough to weep even drops of blood if you could end of section 17 recording by philip Knollis.